0: Welcome to episode 44 of the Become a Media Maven podcast. And today, I am going to dish on the five lies PR agencies and publicists are telling you. And this isn't just if you've hopped on a call with somebody to talk about potentially working together. This is stuff showing up in your inbox. These are Facebook ads that you're being targeted with. And honestly, these are a lot of questions that I get as the owner of a PR agency and as somebody who helps small business owners become their own publicists because they are inundated with these lies. So I'm going to break them all down for you right now. Ever wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on air host, and news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace Mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. lies are actually why I wanted to start my own PR agency. So as you may know by now if you are a regular listener of the Becoming Media Maven podcast, I was in TV full time for about 10 years as a reporter and anchor and then I worked at a PR agency for just 6 months before starting my own. And I saw a lot of crazy shit happening in those 6 months. I mean, I saw the bad pitches from agencies when I was in TV, but then I saw how agencies operated when I freelanced for a few and then I when I worked full-time at one. And let me just tell you, the one that I worked at full-time, this is what would happen. The owner would go out to get the clients and he would over-promise things to clients. I mean, he was promising things that you cannot promise, like legally and ethically. You just cannot say these things. And then he would come back and say, hey, Christina, I got a client and I told him we're gonna do this, this, and this, so make it happen. And I would be like, "Uh, you should not have told him that because that's not the case. You cannot do that. (laughs) So I'm gonna break down some of those things in this podcast episode. And honestly, I can tell you, I lose a lot of business because I don't tell these lies. People will blatantly tell me, Oh, I went with this person over you because they told me this, that, and the other, which I'm going to get to what this, that, and the other is. And I'll say, okay, well, uh, I hope you got that in writing because they really can't tell you that. Like, they're lying to you, but best of luck. And I would be happy to lose that business if it means that I don't have the reputation that those people end up getting. Um I hear from people all the time who come to me, and I'll get into some details in a second, but they'll say, I believed this person, I gave them all my money, and now I have nothing to show for it. And I'm like, yeah, I could have told you that was going to happen. I kind of did tell you that was going to happen. That's why I do these podcast episodes. That's why I make my YouTube videos. That's why I have my blog, and I'm constantly sharing what it's like on the other side so people make educated decisions. So let's get into it. The first lie that PR agencies and publicists are telling you is that they're guaranteeing you coverage. And this actually usually comes after somebody asks, well, where can you get me? Or what are you going to give me if I give you this money? Like, you can't do that. This cannot be done. You cannot guarantee coverage. Remember, this is earned media. Let's go back to the three different kinds of media. There's owned media, which is your social media, your website. You control what goes on those places. You type them, you press enter, you're done. There's paid media, which is buying an advertisement. That's paying for a Facebook ad. That's paying for an ad in a magazine or a newspaper. You can kind of guarantee that because you're paying for it. I mean, sometimes maybe Facebook will say, oh, we're declining this ad because it goes against our guidelines. But nine times out of 10, you could pretty much put anything out there. And if you give the media outlet money, they are happy to take your money and put whatever you want out there. When we talk about PR, we're talking about earning media. We're talking about convincing a TV station to do a segment. We're talking about convincing a podcast host to have you on as a guest. You cannot guarantee this. Unless you own the outlet and you control what is included, you cannot guarantee anything. I am a regular at WPTV, the NBC station down here in West Palm Beach. I would never guarantee anybody coverage just because I'm tight with the producer there. Because what if I pitch something and the producer says, oh, we just covered that topic last week or, oh, my boss isn't into it. It doesn't matter if I'm a regular there. I have a friend who works for Good Morning America and ABC News. Just because I have a friend who works there doesn't mean that he's going to take whatever I pitch him. Even when I wrote for Inc. Magazine, I had no control over the final product of what got published because I had an editor. There were many times where I would write articles and he would say, I don't really like this quote, this person here who's being quoted. I don't understand why they're an expert. This doesn't flow, so we're going to take this out. So even if you freelance or you contribute or you're a regular on a podcast or a media outlet, you cannot guarantee coverage. You have to be the decision maker. Like the only way I could guarantee you coverage is if I say I can get you on the Become a Media Maven podcast because I freaking own it and I decide what goes on here. So if you are looking for guaranteed coverage, then you need to buy an advertisement. Again, that's not PR. That's not earning media. And advertisements cost a hell of a lot of money, and most people will ignore them just because that's the way we consume content. When you buy an ad, you're not seen as an authority figure. You're not seen as having credibility because you are paying to be there. That's why earned media is worth so much more than advertising. That's why it's harder to get. That's why it's more competitive. It actually means more. So the first lie, again, it's somebody guaranteeing you coverage. And I know that's what you want to hear, and I know that's why people fall for it, But if somebody is guaranteeing you coverage, as lovely as that sounds, and as much as you want it, because you want to know where your money's going, you want the guaranteed coverage, they're freaking lying to you. And I'm going to get into a specific story. When I talk about number two, which is a little addition of number one, it's guaranteeing you specific coverage, like on the Today Show or in the New York Times. So I kind of already explained why you can't do this. But again, people are doing this. This is like the new thing because the media outlets, especially online outlets, they just want to pump out a bunch of content. I think Ink Magazine does 400 articles a day, something ridiculous like this. They have their staff writers, but they want contributors because I'm happy to contribute, Because that builds my authority and credibility as a writer for Inc. Not everybody can write for Inc, right? And this isn't like a Forbes Council situation where I'm paying to write for them. That's another podcast for another day. That's advertising. We're not paying to be in places, people. So even if you contribute, even if you're a regular, you cannot guarantee this because you do not make the final decision on what gets there. So I did an episode about scams, and I go into detail on this one specifically for like the whole episode. That's episode number 36, if you want to go back and take a listen. Um, But let me give you an example of how I actually got one of my media mentoring clients. And she was doing this because, again, people don't know any better. They're not in the media industry. They're not on both sides like I am. So when somebody tells them, if you give me $500, I can get you in Forbes, they just believe it okay, let me explain why this doesn't work. I'll give you two stories with the same person. God bless her. I love her. She's like the sweetest, most beautiful thing ever. However, she told me that she paid, I don't know how many thousands of dollars people, but she paid a few thousand dollars because somebody sent her an email or slid into her DMs and told her that they could get her in Forbes. And then she wanted to get in another magazine and The title, it was something maybe about New York travel or New York fashion, and she paid this money. She, I don't know if she actually wrote the article, but she told the person like what she wanted to be quoted for or this is what she wanted included. Well, the Forbes never came to fruition, right? Like that just disappeared. And she wasn't connecting directly with the Forbes contributor. There was a middleman, So we never actually knew who the contributor was. So she pays this middleman and nothing ever gets in Forbes. So that's a waste of money. She can't really go to Forbes and say, I paid for inclusion and I didn't get it because the name that she would pass along would be for the middleman. Forbes doesn't know who the hell the middleman is. They don't know who the contributor is because she never got that information. And even if they found out who the contributor was, they would just get rid of the contributor. And this has happened before. There was a woman who was contributing for Forbes, and her niche was about Shark Tank. Like she wrote a lot about the Shark Tank entrepreneurs and you know the whole Shark Tank thing. And she started charging people for inclusion in her articles. Forbes found out, and Forbes deleted all of the articles that she wrote. You can Google this. This made national news in a few outlets. Um, unfortunately, this is still happening at tons of outlets and. Honestly, these outlets know what's happening, but they like having so many contributors write for them for free. So they don't do their due diligence in finding out who is accepting payment. But if somebody tells them, hey, this contributor accepted payment for me and I didn't get what I wanted, they will not only get rid of that contributor, but they will delete everything that that contributor wrote. So what you paid for is long gone. So this person paid to get in Forbes never gotten Forbes didn't have the right person to follow up with because the middleman is obviously doing shady illegal things because remember if you're paying for coverage it has to be disclosed that it's an ad so not only are we paying for coverage that looks editorial it's actually advertising and it's not being disclosed so not only will Forbes get in trouble but the writer will and then you're associated with that which is really bad for you that's not what we're paying for here people And then the other incident that happened with her was that she wanted to get into, again, it was either something that had to do with New York travel or New York fashion. And if you're familiar with any of the outlets in New York, there's probably 10 different ones that have New York travel or New York fashion in the title. So the idiot who is selling these spots um, got the publication wrong and included her in a publication that got like no traffic, so it was like, what is the point? Nobody is seeing this. And uh, there was nothing she could do. She sent an email and she goes, oh, thanks, but that's not the right place. It's actually this outlet. And the middleman was like, oh, sorry, I already did my work. I got it placed there and I paid the contributor, so it is what it is. So she was out thousands of dollars because she was paying for coverage and she was paying shady people who were doing illegal, unethical things. And then she told me about a friend of hers who paid $4,000, I believe it was $4,000, to get a feature in Thrive, Thrive Global. And this blew my mind because, folks, anybody can contribute to Thrive Global. They have a community section for all of the contributors. You can legit right now go on the website and sign up to be a contributor and post your article today. And this person paid $4,000 for somebody to do that. Like, this is where my industry gets frustrating for me because I feel like I'm doing these podcasts and I'm doing these YouTube videos and I'm telling you how this works. I'm telling you, this is how you save your money. This is how you get coverage for free. And people still think that they can find a shortcut and they're out money and they're not getting the coverage. So when somebody guarantees you coverage in specific places because they have connections or because they freelance there or contribute or because they work there, unless they work in sales and they're selling you a direct advertisement, don't do it. And if they work in sales and they're selling you a direct advertisement, you are going to know because it's going to cost you a pretty freaking penny. So... Be mindful. Whenever anybody guarantees you coverage, just freaking run. I would say get it in writing. But who the hell knows if you're ever going to find these people to actually sue them after you get it in writing. I would ask, how can you guarantee coverage? Because honestly, people even send me emails. Like these are how sloppy these people are. They'll send me emails and they'll slide into my DMs and they'll say, hey, I can get you in BuzzFeed and I can get you here and I can get you there. It's just this much money. And then I play along. And first of all, I know BuzzFeed, again, just like Thrive Global, they have their community section. Anybody can sign up to contribute, so it's stupid to pay for that. But anyway, I'll play along and I'll say, how can you guarantee this coverage? And they'll say, oh, well, we just, um, we just accept payment to write the article. It's really not to place it. And it's like, really, you want me to pay you $2,000 to write a 700-word article? And they just, that's kind of how they try to cover their ass because they know it's illegal to charge for placement. So if you look at their emails or even if you have a contract with one of these idiots, they will be very clever. Some of them, some of them really don't even go that far. But they'll say they're charging you to write the article and maybe it'll be placed. That's how they cover their ass. So... If anybody just sends you an email like that, delete it. I play along just because I know better. And I'll ask them how they can guarantee coverage. And then they'll say, they won't really answer. They'll just say, oh, look at all of these examples. I'm like, okay, great. I've gotten people on today. I've gotten people in Forbes. Like, name the biggest outlets. I've gotten people on Headline News, on CNN, the Rachel Ray Show. That doesn't mean I can get anybody there anytime they want. It just doesn't work like that. So, let's move on to number three, shall we? Because number three is a point of contention for me and some clients. And number three is that the media will not say or print exactly what you want. People say that they will. That's the lie. The lie is, oh yeah, you want this printed? You want them to say this? We'll do that. No, 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 no. It is not a journalist or an editor or a booker or a producer, whoever. It is not their job to give you a free commercial. If you're looking for somebody in the media to say exactly what you want, to promote you exactly the way you want to be promoted, again, spend the big bucks and pay for an advertisement. It is the media's job to tell a story for their audience. When I was in TV and we had our morning meeting at 9.30 every morning, it was, What's going on today? Why do people care? Why should we cover this? It was never, oh, well, we can talk to this person and they have this business and we can talk about, like, no, 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 no. It's not their job to give you a commercial. And I know that's what you really, really want, but it just doesn't work like that. It's your job to help the journalist do their job. If they're doing a story about school safety and you have a software that helps track people coming in and going out of schools, then we're going to talk about your expertise with the software and what the software does. We're not gonna say, hey, go call Mike and buy his software. That's a freaking commercial. So it's not about what you want. It's about what they need to do to do their job. If you get a mention, if you get a backlink, if you get 30 seconds of a quote on TV then you should be pretty freaking happy because people pay a lot of money for that. And let me tell you, your teeny tiny mention earned in the media is worth way more than a three-minute commercial or a full-page ad that you're spending thousands of dollars for. Because more people are going to pay attention to your little mention because it's actually part of the news content. It's not an advertisement that people flip through or fast forward and ignore. And Let me just like bust a media myth because I know everybody thinks they're a media expert even though they have like zero true experience in traditional media. It is not about the media's agenda. It's about doing their job to entertain and educate their audience. It's not to promote you. So if somebody tells you that they will say or print exactly what you want, that's not the case. Okay, we got two more lies left, people. Number four, I hope I don't have to go into detail on this one. I hope you guys are smarter. These people are telling you that they will make you go viral. Okay, nobody knows how to make you go viral. Nobody knows how to go viral. These things just kind of happen. That's why people who we don't even know, they go viral once. Maybe twice if they're lucky. And if it happens the second time, it's because they went viral the first time. I mean, I think the most viewed viral video is that woman who bought the Chewbacca mask outside of Kohl's and she just did like a silly video of her laughing wearing it. Like if somebody tried to recreate that, it wouldn't work. And I bet you almost if anybody else did that before her, it probably wouldn't have worked. It was because it was something that was really happening in the moment and it was just that she was cracking herself up is why it went viral. There is no formula you cannot predict how people will react to a video. So no, you just, they, they can't tell you it'll go viral. They can't tell you it will reach a whole bunch of people. You don't know how people are going to react. You're not psychic. You don't have a crystal ball. So if somebody is telling you what will happen after you work with them, how people will react, that's not the case. Now, we can share case studies. We can say, after this happened for this particular client, this is what happened for their business, or this is what happened for them, or their brand, whatever it may be. But those are specific situations. It's just like when you see those weight loss commercials. They say, in the very fine print that you need a magnifying glass to read, it says something like, these results are not average, and everybody has their own results based on their body type and their diet and their exercise and whatever else. So if somebody is telling you how people are going to react to your marketing campaign, whatever it is, they're lying. Finally, the last one. And I may have saved the best for last. I actually think guaranteeing you coverage may be the best just because I see everybody doing it and everybody believing it. And I'm just like, people, stop it. But this one's a big one. And people, again, they always ask this question, well, if you get me this coverage, then how many sales am I going to get? I actually had a client who wanted me to put in their contract what would happen after I earned them publicity. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't do sales. I do marketing. So if somebody tells you, a PR agency or a publicist tells you that this will lead to sales... They're lying because they don't know. This is marketing. Marketing comes first and then there's sales. It's my job to build you your brand awareness and your visibility. People can't do business with you if they don't know about you. So I get you known. I get you known, liked, and trusted. And then people will decide if they wanna do business with you. Take Gary Vaynerchuk as an example. Some people love him, some people hate him. If I got him coverage on Super Soul Sunday with Oprah Winfrey, some people will watch that and they'll say, oh, we hate him, we don't like him, he cusses too much and he is yelling all the time. Some people may not like that. Does that mean I didn't do my job? No, it just means he's not some people's cup of tea. That's not my fault, I can't control that. So it's my job to build brand awareness and visibility, get you out there for people to make that decision. And I'll give you a couple of examples on why I don't guarantee this for people. I had a client who had a product, and it was kind of hard to understand. It was kind of hard to explain. So we worked with him on it. We worked on the messaging. We gave him feedback on how to change the website. He was not receptive to that feedback. This is the problem with business owners, They think everything they do is the best thing since sliced bread and they don't want to take any constructive feedback and they don't want to change anything because it's their way or no way and they know it's best because it's their business, it's their product, whatever. A lot of members of the media were giving the exact same feedback about this client's packaging and it was all negative. They did not like the packaging. They did not understand the website. And I got this client, me and my team, got this client tons of coverage, Um, big outlets to small outlets to everything in between. It was a really successful campaign for about six months and he complained that he didn't have very many sales and my response to that is, well, where are we sending people? You don't wanna sell your product on Amazon And a lot of these journalists wanted to link to Amazon. They did not want to link to the client's website. If you notice, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, Oprah's list of favorite things, it was all things on Amazon. If you were not sold on Amazon, you were not included in that list. So you didn't want to sell on Amazon. That hurt you. Your website wasn't very clear. That hurt you. Your packaging got nothing but negative feedback from every member of the media who told us about what they thought of your packaging. You didn't want to change it. So if your sales are low after I get you in front of millions of people, that's not my fault. I'll give you another example. I had a restaurant that had bad customer service. I mean, it was just bad customer service at all of their locations. You would go on Facebook. You would read the reviews and you wouldn't want to go there based on reading the reviews you would know somebody who just went there and they had a bad experience. So they did not recommend the place. Again, I got this client, me and my team, we got this client lots of coverage, both locally and nationally. But did it translate into sales? No, because they had a terrible reputation. And I will always tell people, customer service is number one. If you don't have good customer service, then I cannot help you. There is no amount of publicity and visibility that will help you. You have to treat people nice and you have to deliver good customer service or else all of this publicity is not going to work. Because what's going to happen after you hear about a restaurant? You see a cooking segment on TV. Maybe you go to the website. Maybe you Google them. You go to their Facebook page and you see all of those negative reviews. You are not going to run to the restaurant and eat after seeing that. So when people ask if it's going to lead to sales, I always say, well, how good's your sales team? Are you guys good at sales? Do you close a lot of sales? Because it's my job to lead the horse to water. It's your job to make the horse drink the water. And if your water looks like shit, I can't help you. Again, people need to be known, liked, and trusted. Then somebody will decide if they want to do business with you. I know a few years ago the stat was you needed to see something seven or eight times before people decided if they wanted to do business with you. I bet today it's a lot more than that just because we're constantly scrolling and seeing things for not even two seconds before we scroll again. So it's my job to make sure you are in front of that person seven or eight times. And then what they do after that and how they react after that is on you. I get you in front of them. And this is step one, and it's the most important step because, again, people can't do business with you if they don't know about you. But this is also why it's not an overnight thing. Like, people also want to see results right away. Again, if that's you, buy an ad. Just like on Facebook, we can get an advertisement up and running in five seconds. But it's going to be from your Facebook page, which has no authority or credibility. But if I get you on TV, and you turn that TV clip into a Facebook ad, and somebody else is talking about how great you are instead of yourself talking about how great you are, that's going to mean a little bit more. But it's going to take time to get that TV hit. Yeah, sure. Sometimes things happen fast. I told you um, a few episodes ago about Jessica Stansberry, who's one of my media mentoring clients. We had our first call on a Monday. And that Thursday morning, she was on local TV talking about what she did and how moms can start their business at home during the summer. So that was a turnaround of three days, which is pretty fast. I think that's a record for my media mentoring clients. For my agency, um, it's probably about the same. I had a client a few days after we started working together. They were on the front page of the paper. Um, But again, that's not normal. It doesn't happen in three days. This stuff takes time. It doesn't only take time to get these media hits to land, but it takes time for people to see them. And then they need to see it again. And then they need to see it again. That's why when people invest in PR, they get a couple media hits. They think they're done. They think they've made it. And I'm like, okay, well, I hate to break it to you, but like in two days, everybody's gonna forget. Because look at the way you consume things. Look at the way you watch TV, the way you scroll on your phone. You have forgotten what you watched, what you saw, and what you heard two hours ago. That's why you need to be consistent with PR and getting in front of people. And that's why you need to be patient because people need to see it over and over again if you want it to turn into sales. And you got to make sure everything is set up on your end. It's your website set up to convert. If somebody hates your packaging and you're hearing the same feedback and it's all negative over and over again, maybe you should change it. So those are the five lies. Again, one They'll guarantee you coverage. Two, they'll guarantee you specific coverage because they have a connection or some kind of tie in to that media outlet. Three, the media will say or print exactly what you want them to. Four, they'll make you go viral. And five, it will lead to sales. If anybody tells you any of those things, freaking run because they are lying. I have more for you if you haven't already. Please make sure you jump in Pitch, Publicity, and Profit. That is my three-day video media class, and it is free. You have nothing to lose. You can get it at pitchpublicityprofit.com. Get instant access on day one. I will teach you how to pitch the media, and I share an exact pitch that led to coverage for one of my media mentoring clients. You can literally copy it, paste it, and turn it into your own. Day two, how to ace that publicity. So day three, you can turn it into profit. The biggest mistake people make is they earn publicity and they assume everybody saw it, everybody heard it, and then they do nothing with it. It would be like me releasing this podcast and not tweeting about it or sharing it on Facebook or emailing the episode out to my list. That would be really stupid. I would be leaving money on the table because... People open my emails. They follow me on social. So of course, I'm going to tell them what I'm doing. And I'm not just going to do it when this episode drops on Tuesday. I'm going to do it over and over again. Because if you're not on my email list today, or you're not following me on social media today, but you start following me next week, I still think you should hear this episode. So I'm going to tell you about it next week, too. That's what turning publicity into profit looks like. Again, people can't do business with you if they don't know about you. So that day three part is very important. And you can tell them about you all you want on your platforms. But when it's somebody else doing it, it has an extra level of authority and credibility. And it just sets you apart from your competition that you have to get on the mountain And shout it out, a.k.a. social media, your email list, whatever your method is of sharing all of your things, all of the news. That is what Pitch Publicity Profit teaches you. So go to pitchpublicityprofit.com and I do have show notes for every episode. You can get them all at becomeamediamavenandmore.com. No, no, no. Uh Uh-uh. I'm combining two websites there. becomeamediamaven.com. That's the name of this podcast. becomeamediamaven.com. Or... You can go to MediaMavenAndMore.com. That is my website. I know it's a mouthful. So many things going on. You guys are smart. You'll figure it out. And I will see you guys next week. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe. And if you could leave me a rating or a review, that would be lovely. I see them. I can't respond to them. Apple Podcasts doesn't let me. They don't have that option. But I do see them and I appreciate them. So thank you so much. I like them. Keep them coming, people. And yes, I will see you next week. Let's see. Should I tease the next week? Should I tell you what's coming? Next week, we're going to talk to somebody just like me. She's in PR. She's former TV. She started her own agency. She is like my soul sister from another mister. Her name is Ashley Bernardi, and she is going to talk to us about how to market a nonfiction book for more sales. So if you are an author or you are thinking about becoming an author, then you are definitely going to want to listen to this episode. It's really freaking good, guys. So I will see you next week. Thanks for hanging out with me today.